accessing library computer data. Out there, there are no saints. Just people. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. We are continuing our run through Star Trek Deep Space Nine. We're up to the fourth episode of the third season. It's called Equilibrium. It aired on October 17th, 1994. Teleplay goes to Rene Echevarria, uh, fresh over from TNG. Story credit goes to Christopher Teague, directed by Cliff Bowl. In this episode, Jadzia Dax is plagued by disturbing hallucinations that allude to the dark past of the Dax symbiont. We're joined by Amy to talk about this one. Amy, you have some... Uh, hey, guys. You have some pressure i did one alone before this and people don't like when i do this alone so you are here to save the day so you have to really after a subpar outing by myself a masturbatory session by myself you have to uh come in and save the day with some dax uh knowledge are you up are you up I for am, it yes you were falling asleep during the episode i was not falling asleep because of the episode i was falling asleep for other reasons i think it's um i think it's an episode well worth falling asleep for but we'll break it down uh, we're going to take a break, we'll play an audio clip, and then me and Amy are going to come back and we're going to break down equilibrium. Jatsia, it's good to see you again. Dr. Renhall, everyone's very excited about your being here, you know. Jatsia is the only initiate to ever successfully reapply to the program after being dropped. You must be Dr. Bashir. That's right. Commander Benjamin Sisko. Ah, yes, Curzon's friend. Yes, I had that privilege. Did you get a chance to look over the test results? Yes, I did. As you noted, Doctor, her isoboramine levels are low, so I put her on a benzosciatic regimen to compensate. As you can see, there's already a 3% improvement. Will I have to stay here for the duration of the treatment? No, Dr. Bashir can administer it. But I do want to see you back here tomorrow for a follow-up. And for lunch. I'd like that. All right, so we're back. We're going to talk about equilibrium, which um, I might have... I'll, I'll give you your free reign here, but uh, I thought this episode is actually very, very boring. Although it, um, it's kind of boring and it's kind of bad just because of the way that the trill have been defined, and it's pretty stock standard for being a bad trill episode. So I don't, I don't think they really change anything. I don't think it's bad for any unique reasons about why I don't really like the trill episodes and Dax-focused episodes. Um, but I'm curious about what you thought about it. I think the I I'm intrigued by the idea of the trill. Like they, I don't know. I find it kind of like thought provoking. I think what made this kind of difficult to watch was I I don't think the fact that it's terrible. Well, <laughs> it's I mean episode. the actress who plays Dax is not particularly good. She's a she's. I think kind of stilted in her acting, and it feels kind of forced sometimes when she needs to. You know, she was like, I just have so much anger. You know, it's like it didn't seem, like, believable. You know, so, like some, I don't know. I I find her just a little difficult to watch. Um, but I, I, whenever I watch a Trill episode, I want to learn more about them because I think it's a cool idea, but I'm always left with all these questions at the end. You know, a lot of, like, what ifs or, mm-hmm. the, you know, the things that just seem kind of open-ended and loose or something. And I feel that way at the end of this episode. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I think that this um, I think this episode ends in a extremely unsatisfying way. It almost ends as like it's just like the time ran out, and they're just like, all right, this is the end of the episode at this point. But I, I think before we get into it, I'll say that the uh, 
I think it's a it's a bad episode because it fits a lot of we've watched so many of these bad episodes of Star Trek or Star Trek episodes and like I now sort of see structurally episodes that feel stock standard in a way like they this is the kind of episode that feels to me like it was written by or the idea came from a tis, Chris Teague or something like that it feels like it was a pitch like someone some uh, writer that came up with the story and just came up with like a structure that is so standard for the series it's like there's no it's a plot line that is not layered everything that just kind of happens is just a beat happens they reveal what the answer is and then another beat happens they talk to some guy some guy tells them an answer and then they go off and they do something else like nothing really builds on anything it doesn't feel like the story is really about anything or meaning of anything it's just a means to an end to get from point a to point b and then do that for 45 minutes basically to get through it and you never it's so it's such a boring episode because it's not until like the last five minutes when they reveal what's going on that you actually start to care about anything it's so boring until that point because you don't have any a you don't know what the trill are about and b you don't know what the problem is so it's like Jed Z is fainting or getting angry. It's like, who cares? Like, tell me, you need to at least give me a little bit of information about why I should care about watching this. Yeah, and I I think, like, I kind of spent, like, the, the I don't know, after 75% of the episode thinking that the doctor, the female doctor who was taking care of Jed Zia was, like, paid off or something to, to join, what was that dude's name? Jaron. Jaron with Dax. That there was kind of this, like, you know, because it's so competitive to become a host that there was, you know, kind of this, like, subset of people who, like, I don't know, this, like, dark underworld or something that, you know, joined, improperly joined host and symbiote. But then at the end, it's just like, oh, it was just a mistake. And Mm. I don't know, I just found that, like, really unsatisfying. And, you know, I don't know. And then at the end, you're just like, all right, so these guys, like, might be somewhat... I don't know. Like, mis- I understand mistakes will happen because it's an imperfect process, but it just seemed like a really lame ending. Well, we cut, we we ended the episode by sort of hashing out what we thought had gone on, and we were both kind of unsure. So I, I think it's maybe it's good if we just go over what happened. So Jaron uh, or Jedzia is suffering from these memories or hallucinations where she's seeing the memories of a previous host, and they discover that it's this guy named Jaron. Who was, was also an eyes wide shut. Because. It's a very eyes wide shut um, <laughs> influence thing. I was, yeah. think, I was thinking of uh, eyes wide shut because of the mask. Although, oh, then like the mask and like up on the balcony. The, like, the mask, super yeah. Look <laughs> with the, with the uh, what's the um, eyes wide shut? But I just think of the oh, oh yeah, yeah. There's the uh, I can't think of the eyes wide shut theme. But yeah, the I, um, <laughs> I actually thought those masks were kind of creepy. If only if the, they the were best, very creepy. The best part of the episode might be the masked uh, hallucination. It was scenes. like the first time in Star Trek where I felt kind of scared. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is a this is like a creepy scene where some like a lot of times it's kind of like feels goofy. Yeah. Um, and they still look goofy, but I thought it was, the idea yeah, is it was, scary it was creepy. Yeah. yeah. And so she's seeing these images of um, Jaron or whatever, and it's revealed that the Dax symbiote is sort of having these memories break through, and I'm sort of all over the place here. But the, they go to they go to the Trill homeworld, and they learn that the Jaron Dax had been Jaron had been joined with the Dax symbiote before Curzon, and it was covered up. And apparently he went through 
training to become a initiative, they gave him a symbiont, but they did it before they gave him like psychological testing or something. Evidently, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't, I also, I mean, but he's so the the point sorry. is that the, the this he is considered to be unsuitable because he's a violent personality and he shouldn't be allowed to join with a symbiont. But they had given him one, and so for six months. He had had the symbiote, and that disproves this sort of like official statement that if you're not suitable to be joined, you'll die within a couple of days of doing it. So him being unsuitable and surviving means that the stock of potential suitor, uh, potential symbiote joiners is much bigger than they had been letting on. Yeah. And so they were covering this up because they don't want the society to collapse because then everyone will start fighting over the symbionts, apparently. Um, and... He, they cover up, they suppress Dax, the symbiont's memories of it, and then they give him to Curzon, and Joran gets killed at the end. Does he, he kills the doctor who took the trill from him, and or, then he or gets he killed? Or he was killed because he was removed from the symbiont. Doesn't that kill the host? Oh, that should. So was, but was that, does that mean the memory where he stabs the guy is all fake? Why would that memory exist? Well, the memory of him, the, this is something that confused me. I... If if Dax has this memory, he must have killed the doctor out of vengeance after he was joined with Dax. Yes, that's my understanding. So did they take the symbiote out and then he killed him because he did that to him? Or did he die after having the symbiote taken out? He must out? have died after the symbiote was taken out. Otherwise, Dax wouldn't have had those memories. I mean, it don't, doesn't, doesn't Dax... Oh, Dax would have to be inside Dax would have to be, I think, and yeah, if I understand yeah. the trill properly, that that... That was part of like Dax's experience. Yeah, no that him. that would make that would make more sense. So my, but it just seems like such an egregious error on the part of the Trill. This like super competitive. I so mean, maybe, wait, why, why did he why did he kill the doctor? He killed the doctor. I'm because... assuming out of vengeance, because according to what his brother told him, he this is this is where I get confused because according when 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 Cisco was talking to that guy's brother. He told him that he had um, been kicked out of the, what do you call initiative, it? Initiative after two years in the second year. So I'm assuming that means that he was joined with Dax within that time frame. Yep. But then you'd think he would have died. And I know I'm still like working through this because you think as soon as he was removed from Dax, but he would it, have died it, it, immediately and he wouldn't have even been able to tell his brother that he was kicked out. And that's why I thought he was joined with Dax, like, illicitly. Right. That he was, like, kicked out and then was so angry, killed the doctor, and then got someone, got that female doctor to join him improperly. So I guess... This is where I'm... I'm sorry, so, everybody. I'm not being... Like, I just... It's well, I guess confusing to me. <laughs> I guess we've, we've come to the point that I don't know if the the plot line of the Jaron story makes a lot of sense in and of itself. Like... For him to have the memory, Dax would have had to have been inside him. Right. Did he kill the doctor because he learned that he was going to get kicked out of the initiative, and so he killed him before he could do it, and that's why Dax has the memory? Oh, that's, that that makes sense. And then he, then they took it out of him, and he died. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. But then he, so he was only disallowed because of bad psychological testing he hadn't actually done anything yeah they must have been like whoa this dude's fucking crazy he can't we we better not tell him that he shouldn't do this because he'll kill one of us and then he goes ahead and kills the guy anyway so that's my so i don't want to get hung up on it but that it's just kind of like silly it is weird it seems it seems entirely preventable 
And it could be that then maybe that the initiative has like totally reframed its format and in time like when Jatsia joined it seemed like traumatic just in terms of how rigorous it was and perhaps it wasn't always that way. But again, right. it would make sense if this was such a... But that, it was pretty recent. Like, they should have yeah. memory of that. Like, if it happened 70 years ago, you should remember... You should have people alive who remember that there was a big change with the joining process where they yeah. suddenly became hard. And even that just seems hard to believe because the joining process is so intense because it can kill both symbiont and host. So, I mean, I think that, the like, I was talking at the open, the Trill have a problem in that the Trill are extremely poorly defined, where... You've done a Dax episode, I think. Yeah. You did da- the I Dax, did, yeah, Dax episode. I did, yeah, the Dax episode. But I think that the the, the problem with this storyline, uh, it's like it's all over the place. Like whenever whenever the Trill are talking to each other, um, the Trill interactions don't make any sense. Like I feel like the I feel like the Trill that are joined with Symbians should have a lot of like, oh, hey, it's you from two hundred years ago. Like they should recognize other Symbians or something, but they don't seem to do that. There doesn't seem to be. There doesn't seem to be any point to joining with them because the Trill who aren't joined live fairly normal lives. They're like working with the symbionts in the uh, minority report pools where they're like feeding them um, and stuff. (laughs) And the symbionts don't give you anything. You don't get anything out of doing this. The symbionts get to move around, I guess, but it's like you don't. It's not like joining gives you some perk. And I was thinking it that... It kind of reminds me of like going through residency as a doctor or something. It's like this prestigious but like somewhat soul-sucking experience right. where like you, you become... You, you're just a learned, distinguished person. But are you, they even distinguished? They seem exactly the same as all the other trills. Like I, I mean, I think in their society, though, they're, they're seen they're considered as... They're, prestigious, cons- they're so. considered prestigious and perhaps that's enough. Right, and it's a, well, it's kind of like a diamonds. It's they're like artificially, it's artificial amounts of prestige because anyone could apparently just join with the trill and it wouldn't evidently, really or it's like slip through the cracks. Which way? I I really I don't know. I feel like something. But I mean, shady why happened with? Why would they fight? Why would the trill? She says, if we if we told the society about this, everything would break down because people would be fighting to get a trill. They already are kind of are competing with each other heavily yeah. to get it, but why? What what do you gain from being if joined? If anything, they would they would be they'd be pointing out all the flaws in the initiate like structure. It should that, water it, it down. It, it should yeah, be like it, oh, it's I, not I special think at it, all. It would it would be a, kind of like an expose of the flaws within that system, which which seems it seems airtight. It seems like they have everything down to like this. Um, you know, like every single bit is thought out and measured beforehand but evidently that's not what happens that's why i kind of wish they kind of created this like you you think it's it's the kind of thing that is perfect for some kind of illicit thing where you know you people want to become it so badly that they're willing to do whatever and that there are right, d- crooked doctors out there who are willing to join improper hosts with symbiotes. right if they're if they're paid the right amount or something mm-hmm. um that's what i thought and but it's like what's up with that doctor she's obviously the she the one that joined I don't. Th- I don't. I don't. Th- I don't know. Was she joined? Or she's I don't know. She's just if part of the cover up. I think she's part of the cover up. But that—that's my. I, I can't tell if she's joined or not. Like the Dax symbiont should recognize her or something, right? Wouldn't that? Wouldn't that add a little bit of color to the Trill Society if it's like, oh, because they're so long live, long living, the symbionts have this like historical knowledge to go back on, and they kind of recognize other symbiont hosts. And oh, things. are you asking if the Doctor's a symbiont and a if host? The, if the Doctor has a is joined, I don't think so. 
I don't get that. But when she had, I don't know. I actually don't remember if they talked about this. She, was she not there during the Jaron thing? Well, she must have. I don't was know. The, if, was I don't, her symbiont or whatever not there? I don't know if she was there during the Jaron thing, but I think she may have been since she was there when Jetsia was there during the initiative. She knew him, her. She may have been responsible for like erasing her memory. Like she may have been part. No, but of that, the that was the that was Dax's memory was erased. The symbiont's memory was erased. Yeah, but she could have been part of that too, right? But that would have happened seventy years before Jedzia. Uh, the Jaron thing is seventy, 70 years, years before, before all of this happened. Maybe they. Maybe each time she joins, though, she has to be re. The symbiont has to be like re erased. They didn't. They made it to sound like it would have, it was a one time thing, and Curzon and Curzon, yeah, Curzon did but okay. But Jedzia did not. Maybe there's like a seventy year. Or she brought. Well, she brought the wormhole. I don't know if they actually said that the wormhole was responsible. Yeah, that was a total loose end. I think Never. I, I guess it is responsible. I guess that's what we're supposed to know. Like her going through the wormhole caused all the memory blocks to fall apart or something. I mean that that's it's fine. Yeah, that's it, fine. But they, yeah, they never mentioned that again. But um, yeah, I this was episode's th- bad. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking that uh, like or I was just really sleepy. So fundamentally, <laughs> the trill the trill fail as a society because of how ill defined they are. And I was thinking that the ending. One of the previous podcast listeners had mentioned that he he'd always wondered. I think it was he had always thought that maybe the um, the trill symbionts should be like they are, and the trill humanoids, if they're not joined, should be like cavemen types. Like they shouldn't be very intelligent. They should yeah. be like a sort of like dumb. Yeah, just they like, should be like a very lo- distinct. Just and when they're joined, they become different. sort of like normal, or they become humanoids with like average intelligence like they yeah. become like normal humans basically and that would give you an incentive to join mm-hmm. and it would explain why it's so important it's because there's like a small number of them that yeah. need to be this episode seems to throw a lot of uh shit on that because the symbionts are hanging out in the pools there's apparently not a very limited number of them like the symbionts are down in those caves that they say stretch on for miles and they're all being born or breeding yeah. there so there's a lot of them the you don't seem to get anything from the joining. And then I was wondering at the very end, I think the episode really just fails because it doesn't bring about this like conflict until the very end. Like, is this about Dax reconciling with her past life or anything? It doesn't really talk about that. It doesn't do anything with it. And I was thinking that maybe the way I would have fixed this would be this: the joining between the symbiont and the humanoid is like a supreme love relationship like and that the previous hosts are kind of like past lovers to the symbiont or something you know like because they kind of have that in the pool where it's like you're you you're a part of me and you'll always be a part of me and i feel that there's like a lot of there's like a lot of dramatic stuff that they could do with that where it's like it's it's a way to explore relationships within one character and it would also give the trill a reason to want the symbionts because it's kind of like an emotional drug addiction on yeah, some level like it's like, like they're allowed to sort of transcend something if they're joined and they can you know experience this like lifetime and it's like the it's like the most wonderful romantic relationship that they could be in like it's like pure love being joined with them or something and they don't really touch on that but i thought that between the host you mean or between the symbiont the symbiont and, and the, the host. host and the, the past memories are just like past I think in that case, the symbiont should take more of the personality of the joint creature than it seems to. Like, the the humanoid seems to have more control than the symbiont does, but I think it should be flipped, and the symbiont should see the past hosts as 
like like exes like sort of like exes that die basically because they live with them an entire lifetime yeah they don't touch on any of that that's, that's, yeah, like, that's, I, not, like, that's nothing that, but that's how i and that was actually it. my that was my first question to you remember when we started the episode i asked like to clarify i was like does the symbiont have any kind of identity or is it just a well what did you get from this episode no i always think i never think the symbiont has an identity just because it seems as though the, from the way like Benjamin talks about is it Curzon? Curzon, yeah. Curzon, and he he like distinguishes them. That's like the symbiont seems separate. And Janzia refers to it as the symbiont as opposed to Dax like, saying as like, as like I herself or I or yeah or, or the, yeah. So yeah. it's very. I think it's very inconsistent with how they refer to it because I think they're stuck with writing. Like the English language doesn't really handle it well. But and the way that, and like, you know, the way the symbionts are cared for, they don't seem like they have any kind of humanity, really. You know, but no, the way just, that they're, they're just, just like they, fish. They, they, yeah, they seem like kind of just these specimens that have to yeah. be looked after. Yeah. Um, which doesn't really make any sense to me because they're the, like, the focal point. They're the thing that binds the society yeah. together, apparently. Exactly. So they need to, yeah. So I don't, yeah. That would have been my, I don't, I, I just think it's a, I think on a structural level. I like the cave, the caveman idea. You like makes, that better? Well, I just, I, I think it makes more sense because it shows, again, it gives like incentive to why you'd want to go through that process. And yeah, now that I think more about it, there seems to be more symbionts than there are eligible hosts well, in the society. Because she said only half of their societies are good joinable. fits for the, for the symbionts. It just means it's yeah, it's not that it's not that impressive, I guess, to be joined. And at that point, why not just join everybody and just you know, or join the people that they actually could? Because her her point doesn't make any sense. Because if more people could join, when you have less fighting to get the like, you if yes. you're artificially making the demand high, yeah, then there should be more fighting yeah. to get the troll. Because we had a previous episode where a guy. Tried to steal the symbiont. Another because, troll yeah, tried because to steal. Yeah, because he because he wasn't able to join. Right, and so he's like, "I'll steal the Dax." Symbiont. And that that episode made more sense to me. Yeah, than the resolution of this one. Does. Yes, like yeah. that one made more sense. Like how someone could be just after going through that and not given what they worked so hard for. I I get that emotion more than the cover up of just yeah. like well, society will fall apart. Yeah. Yeah, and there and there doesn't really seem to be any consequences for. What they did? No, they came pretty close to destroying a um, a culture. Sort of, yeah. Of, apparently, anyway, they came allegedly pretty close to destroying. And Cisco decided not to because he saved uh, Jedzia, which maybe that's a, a, a thing of this series as opposed to TNG. But I, I, like the episode doesn't even really care about that. It's just like now we'll just move on from this. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's particularly good. But did you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we go to final thoughts? No. What was the title of it? Equal- Equilibrium. Equilibrium. I was trying to think what that. They have a reference to her, her like levels being out of whack, and I think that's it. I don't know if there's some sort of because um, me- those memories were surfacing and she, her, she yeah, didn't know was, how to handle it. It was like her her blood type or something was that there was some made up chemical that was out the of iso, whack. Like, Isomorphine or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I don't know if there's a more um, and I really wish I love symbolic how, meaning. Um, 
Bashir knew that she was in neurogenic shock just by just by touching just her. Just touching her he's, he's a damn good doctor. Yeah, he really is. He knows he knows his stuff. And the was I, the um those two interaction is funny. There, you know, it's like, <sighs> but that would it was also tying me in why um if you do the romantic thing between the trill, it would make a sense of her not being interested in a romantic relationship with Bashir, Bashir because yeah. it's like you're already in something. That's not the case because they've shown um, that Dax kind of fucks around, which is interesting. See that? See that's funny to me because I would have think the trill to be like more of like an asexual species. They are. That's the way she's generally written. Oh, yeah. Is that she's she's very um, promiscuous? I guess, or she's like a well, she's Jedzia a wild child. Was or Jetsia Dax is? Jetsia Dax is is promiscuous. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if Curzon was supposed to, but I mean they've they've gone through. But I guess that's Jetsia. many relationships, Is maybe. It? Although I guess pre-joining she was supposed to be super studious, and she became something of a wild child after the joining. That's the kind of thing. So I don't know if the symbiont is supposed to be kind of a wild child symbiont. Huh. It's it's unclear. Yeah, it makes more because. Yeah, because she doesn't even. Maybe it's like the her acting is so stiff that she doesn't even flirt really with Bashir she doesn't really lead him on or like I never believe no, that she No they've kind is. of given up on that I think um, I'm just I'm holding that over from previous episodes I don't know if they actually still hold on to that I mean the, the scene in the Defiant where they're in the bunks together it kind of implies that they've moved on they're more friends than he's yeah. trying to hit on her at this point Yeah, which is good for the series but it's different from what it was Yeah. Um, I think that's it's her it's her isoboramine levels. Isoboramine. They had risen another six percent. Every time you have, there's a lot of um, yeah three to a three percent increase is too much. Yeah. <laughs> the um, every time there's an episode where a lot of people are looking over the computer screens and sort of reading things is generally not a particularly good time, and they do that a lot in this episode. I just think it's a, I hate I didn't like this episode just because it's a it's so stock standard and it's like. There's like no reason to keep watching it, you know. Like after yeah. after the first twenty minutes, you're like, "Are we ever going to learn what this episode is going to be something about?" And then it's finally about something, sort of, in the last five minutes, but not really because they never really touch on it. And then Jedzia just ends it by playing the piano. Okay, yeah, I guess she's in touch with her for her previous history. Yeah, she's just she's just coming to terms with those difficult memories. I guess. But at that point, you'd have to. At that point, it's again being confused about whether or not the Dax symbiote is in control because Jedzia has no relationship to this person. Right. It's like so the Dax symbiote is the only one that can feel anything about it, and the symbionts seem to be just blank hard drives that like walk around inside of people. And I guess, and perhaps it has something to do with the personality of the host that helps them process this new information. Maybe. You know, like, I, it, and I mean, like, like, what kind of what kind of person the host is, and like, what kind of resilient they are, how intelligent they are. See, I'd even like the I'd even like the trill the trill being super willing to let Jedzia die to save Dax makes sense if this mm-hmm. is like what they pri- they prioritize. Like, the hosts aren't particularly important, but the symbionts are very important. But they it's they do it just because of cover up. Right, it's not like a real examination of what this society believes or anything, because everything they believe seems to be bullshit. Which is not a particularly interesting way to go approach a race, like and be like they're basically all con artists who yeah. have been lying about everything. It would just it would have been better to, I don't know, have the if the Dex Indian takes priority, you. The discussion is about whether it's right to save that symbiont and to let her die is kind of the point. And, like, they would think that, yes, of course it is. And Starfleet would say, no, you have to save her as well. That's the whole 
that's our Starfleet way or whatever. Yeah, and if the symbionts are so important, how come there's one dude down there tending to, yeah, tending to kilometers of symbionts? He was giving them electrical juice or something. Keeping them happy. Keeping them happy. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was... Um, I mean, he's just a character who exists to give you plot information. It's that kind of an episode. It's like this character appears just to give you information, and then he's like, I'm scared. I'm going to run away yeah, now. Yeah, they told me not to say anything. Yeah, they told me not to say anything. Uh, I don't know. Um, let's see here. I think we're done. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll play an audio clip, and me and Amy will come back. We'll read patron thoughts, and then give our final thoughts, and then we will call it a day. Tell me, Doctor, how many of your people are suitable for joining? I don't see how that's relevant. I understand the percentage is very low. Maybe one in a thousand. That's right. Which is why the candidates are put through such rigorous testing. That's how we make sure the symbionts aren't given to an unsuitable host. What would happen if, for some reason, a symbiont was given to an unsuitable host? That doesn't happen. What if it did? Rejection would set in. The host and the symbiont would both die. How long before rejection would set in? Three, maybe four days. Then someone like Joran Bellar, an unstable personality with violent tendencies, should have rejected a symbiont within a matter of days, yet that didn't happen, did it? According to our information, he was joined to the Dax symbiont for six months. Six months, Doctor. If a man like Joran Bellar can be joined successfully for that long. How many others can be joined as well? Hundreds? Thousands? Certainly more than the Symbiosis Commission would have us believe. And that is what you've been trying to cover up all along, isn't it? That's why you're willing to let Jabzia die. All right, so we're back. Equilibrium. Good discussion, Amy. I think so. Okay. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the people are happy. <laughs> we sorted it out. Um, yeah, hopefully yeah, they'll be left with no questions. Not a very good episode. We'll read some patron thoughts if you guys support the show at patreon.com slash the Penske file. You get to leave thoughts about upcoming episodes and we read them and react to them on the show. So, Amy, do you want to read this first one? I've highlighted the, all the ones that need to be read. Thank you for doing that. So, Zam Nuclear Wessel writes. Okay. Hold on. There we Let's go. get rid of that box. Equilibrium, some cool suspense, but most importantly, it feeds my headcanon that all of Trill society is built on lies to keep the humanoids from freaking out at the fact that the symbionts basically run the planet. More on this later and more on this in later eps. Episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's internet abbreviation that I was sorting through. Um, I would disagree about cool suspense unless you're talking about the, the eyes uh, wide shut. The eyes wide shut scenes. Yeah. Those are those are decent. It wasn't even I wouldn't even call that suspense. It was more just kind of like a like scare because it didn't even it didn't unsettling. Build, yeah. It didn't like build towards anything. Well, like, and, and why were they in masks? Well, he was. I think it was supposed he, to be. He the killed part. the doctor in that mask. Yeah. Why would he disguise himself? He wants this guy to know why he's killing him, right? I mean, I think again, <laughs> it's I, not a it's not a mysterious murder. He wants vengeance on that doctor. If he we're wants assuming. vengeance on that doctor, yeah. But I, I'm, a, I think that's supposed to be him in his murder outfit. Okay, so he. <laughs> if I was, I mean, it's a. He, he it's wore a white after Labor Day in his murder outfit. White mask, like yeah. White mask. All right. Um, so I disagree about cool suspense, but troll society being built on lies uh, seems to be I just, the case. Just like confusion, I, yeah. Stephen Cobb says. 
Dax has so much to do in this episode, but does not do it very well. Agreed. She does not seem to have much range. I think the writers gave her character a lot to work with, but she did not do anything with it. Interesting world building with Trill, but it doesn't have any impact. At least Doran shows up in future episodes, so there's some consequence from this episode. I believe he only shows up in one episode, although I might be wrong about that. I think he just comes back as a vision of the previous hosts, but I might be wrong about that. Um, Yeah, I I would agree with all of that. She just, yeah, she can't, that actress just doesn't. Uh, yeah, I've, I've talked about her at length. Oh, you um, have? Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to chime in. It's difficult to watch. <laughs> After um, it, now that I'm watching Elizabeth Moss and Handmaid's Tale, it's just. I, th- I think that, I think it's a case of the writers not supporting the actress in a, in a way. Like if, if she is, if this is what she's capable of doing, you shouldn't give her. Yeah, such stuff a, that yeah. is like requires this kind. Of, I don't even know what she's supposed to be feeling in this episode. Like I can't even blame her for the performance here because it's like, what does Jedzia feel? She's either fainting or like shaking, or you know, there's nothing. There's no emotional stakes to anything. She gets to be angry for no particular reason, and then they're just like, oh, well, snap that's, out that's of your that, anger. That's that host coming through. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. That's why he was. I think that's why he was unsuitable from the get go. Because that's his. That's his like rage, like an ambition, like seeping through her that she doesn't know how to sort through. That like all of a sudden that memory's unearthed and it's Mm. completely new to her physiology. Yeah, I I think that makes sense. I just don't find it particularly satisfying. Um, Next up, Kyle Barrett. The episode begins quite poorly with Cisco's bizarre cooking noises and Dax hearing a tune in a Battlestar Galactica-type way. That must have been Ronald D. Moore's influence. But once the action moves to Trill, the episode picks up. I like the central mystery and exploration of the Trill, but it's still far too vague and undefined. Why do they only want a few Trill to be joined while most can be? How many symbionts are there? What's so good about joining in the first place? These are things that's, that are still without answers, and so the revelations make little impact without the appropriate context. Yeah, it's pretty much pretty, everything you pretty said. Much, pretty much, yeah. Um, it's a story that has no consequences. There's, like, no yeah. relevance to anything that happens. Yeah, so it's ex- flat. It's extremely unsatisfying. Uh, thank you, Kyle. Going to Matthew and Ross. Uh, another painful Dax episode. Didn't we already learn they don't know what to do with the trail? Who's driving that body, Jadzia or Dax? Why would Cassia. why would Cassio Sampler still be popular in the 24th century? How is it she rates taking the defiant and not a crappy runabout to trail? Anyway, maybe it's maybe it's Farrell the script or both, but the whole point of joining seems meaningless. What exactly do the symbionts give besides memory storage? I believe it was mentioned on an earlier cast that so there should be some differentiation of those joined and not, i.e. the symbionts are the reason for the advance of technology, but nope. And the central mystery of calling the Pepperidge Farm man slash brother whom claims he has no idea about his dead brother, the murderer, but then he suddenly remembers everything. And he's very eager to tell Cisco yeah, about is. this story. He's been waiting for someone to ask him about his brother, the guy who got joined for six months. Yeah, so. for, yeah. Sorry. Also, yeah, no, it's fine. The oddly pornographic scene at the end of Farrell and White in a hot tub of electric blob should be relegated to the soft porn of late night TV and seems ultimately pointless. Even the conspiracy on picking whom gets joined, honestly, who cares? That's just, I really, I like, I mean, the... The scene where she walks in in her nightie into the pool is bizarre, but it, it, I think it does. It makes sense. Like she needs another symbiont to awaken it or something, like to communicate with the Dax yeah. and like free him. But then, at least it gave some kind of like meaning to 
and I think it was even clutching its straw. I don't even know if it gave meaning as much as like I was like, oh, I bet I could infer some meaning from her hugging that previous host and be like, maybe or I'm like it kind of gives what like you what frustrates you about the trail, like some kind of like interconnectedness or connection between symbionts and, hosts, and yeah. between hosts. Pretty much the trill host stories are a version of I used to know a guy. Every story is like Curzon used to enjoy Yeah. Like drinking a six pack of beer and passing out like while watching the baseball game. It's like every, everything is Yeah, it's like it's like memories of a good friend, not yeah. like part of your identity. Of what that's I did. How, yeah. yeah, that's how it seems. Yeah. Uh let's see here. So thank you, Matthew. I think that's it. Not many. Oh no, there isn't. There's one more. I always forget this. I have to go here. Uh, this one. So Holly McLaughlin writes. I enjoyed this on a story level, and I especially like it on a metaphorical level. Jorn is part of Dax's past, a difficult to accept and ugly part, but accepting and integrating that part is the only way Dax can move forward. Life lessons are usually a lot less interesting than this one delivered by a TV show. What do you think? I mean, again, I like. I feel like intrigued by the idea of the trill, but I'm just always frustrated by how it turns out. Well, I think that that I, it's I funny. mean, I get, I get like you know, if we're gonna put a positive spin on the end, then I, I guess Dax moves forward, but it's still like so unclear, like how she moves forward and like why all of a sudden it's not. I mean, I guess she just needed that interaction with Joran at the end in order to like for her to come to terms with it and not be haunted anymore I guess that's a that's a pretty pat reading yeah. like I, I'm not making I'm not saying that you're incorrect but I think that it's such a it's just a rush to get to the end there that well that that should have happened halfway through the episode oh. you know and then you can kind of like look at what that actually means for like the trill to move on and stuff but it's just a they're more interested in like this concept of the trill as like how they work on a technical level than making a good story about yet how the they, trill works. Yet they can't get the trill on the technical level right. No, because they're very it's oh, it's all over the place. Yeah. They they do they do every single version of whatever you think a trill relationship would actually be. But thank you, Holly. Um, I guess you like this one more than I actually do, or more than Amy does. But I I'd agree with your point. I just don't know if that I don't know if the episode gets there. For yeah, I think me. That, I think that's the point of the episode. But yeah. I, but it's it's not. I don't think they delivered on that. Sure. All right. I think that's it. I think we're done. One more scroll through here. Yeah, we're done. Anyway, we'll give our uh, ratings on our one to five scale. Amy, what are you going to give this episode? I think like a, a two. Okay. It's pretty harsh. I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I'm going to give this one a. Um, I think I'm going to give it a one actually because it was remarkably boring. It's one of those ones I had actually not seen it in a while, so I didn't know how uh, good it was. But it's one of those ones where I feel uh, doing this with like Clay or Modi is a little bit easier because I'm not sitting there with them while they're watching the episode. <laughs> I don't have this like um, uh, Schadenfreude or whatever about like feeling bad about like making someone sit and watch an episode like that. But it wasn't a very good episode. It was pretty boring. I know. I knew Wes didn't like it because when I was, I mean, we had like a busy day today with like family stuff. But when I was like dozing, Wes kind of like gently like tried to wake me up where usually he's like, you know, like, Amy, get up, like, stop it. You know, he was like nice about it, which makes me feel like he was feeling my pain a little bit. to pay attention. I can't have you come on and be like, well, I fell asleep halfway through. Well, I've also, this week's been terrible. I've fallen asleep during every TV show we've watched after 8 p.m. This, like, I missed. 8 p.m. is bedtime. Yeah. So it's, well, let me, we'll, we'll save that for the, uh, 
the non sequitur. I'm going to give um, it a one. You're going to give it a two. Yeah, I was just trying to be nice. Um, we also, for the DS9, you can now just sort of give, say if you uh, were to watch this again, would you give this a must watch, might watch, don't watch? Don't watch. Don't watch, yeah. I, I <laughs> it's a don't watch. It's just too bad. I, maybe Dax will eventually get there someday, but they've, uh, they haven't gotten there yet. Uh, I think that's it. Guys, thank you very much for listening. If you go to patreon.com slash the Penske file, you can support the show there. A couple dollars a month, you get extra stuff. You get to leave your thoughts about upcoming episodes. You get podcasts. You get all that kind of stuff. That's the best way to support the show. And you're supporting our family. That's right. So thank you. Uh, and you, um, otherwise, you can go to all the social media, which is Facebook, Twitter, Discord, Reddit, blah, blah, blah. All the links will be in the video description or the podcast blurb. Uh, check out Discord, though. It's actually a good, fun place to be. Um, that's not, a, that's not like I was being flippant, but it's actually good. Uh, I enjoy it more than all the other, I'm less on Twitter now and stuff just because of the discord. I find it more interesting. And as always, the $10 captain patron tiers get shouted out at the end here. Vincent Adultman, Stephen Cobb, Andrew Kurlog. Do you think that's how you pronounce that name? Kurlog? Jorlog? Do you think the case sounds? I don't know. Well, Andrew, we apologize, but we'll have to look that one up in the meantime. Matthew Cutler, Spinobi, Russ, Russ Graham, Eric Johnson, Nathan Elliott, Ewan Tibbetts, Decker Sebastiani, Neil Brennan, Carrie Mobility, Doug Valcamp, Michael Pond, Bradley Killens, Rune Vendler, Jay Stanley, Mike Burnett, Matthew Ross, Ben Douglas, Kyle Barrett, Joint Mango, Tark Latif. Guys, thank you very much for supporting the show. It means a lot. Much appreciated. And outside of that, I think we're done. So non sequiturs, uh, do you have any TV shows that you'd want to recommend? Or anything, anything pop in your head that you just want to tell the world about? Oh, yeah, because I mentioned it before. I am watching The Handmaid's Tale. Do you like it, dislike it? I like it. It's not bingeable at all. You need breaks. Mm-hmm. It's because it's pretty... I like heavy shows, and this one's particularly heavy for me. She's There's just not so a lot... heavy. I know. <laughs> it's pretty... It, it seems pretty intense. It's a lot of... Um... There's not a lot of comic relief from it like even in shows like breaking bad you'd have some like dark humor to give you a break from how horrible the universe is you don't get a lot of that in handmaid's tale although the acting is stellar very good and i watched um evil genius on netflix which is a four episode documentary series about the uh pizza bomb caller guy Uh, in Pennsylvania Pennsylvania, which is good I'm glad it's only four episodes because I'd probably think less of it if it was longer but I thought it was I thought it was just okay I think I'll do a video on it actually a review or something Uh, but that's about it I would recommend that if you got three and a half hours to watch something yeah I I really I had a lot of desire to watch that one but my sleep sleep schedule fell apart I just I even was I haven't asked Wes to put that one on and then fell asleep within 10 seconds of it starting <laughs> guys thank you very much for listening amy thank you for coming on no problem thanks for bearing with me guys and we will be back in a couple days with the episode that is after equilibrium i always try to remember to do this and it never actually happens so it's second skin that's right so we'll be back in a couple days with second skin thank you for listening hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time <laughs>